Hello again, and brand new episode of Village Vice, final one before Auburn hosts Mississippi State. He is Zach Blackerby with the best looking hat in the history of the world. Look at that. That's just you think so? You a fan? Yes. Yeah, I'm a fan too. I'm a fan of it too. Uh, I'm Brad Law, and uh, Zach, we're here. We were just talking before we pressed the old record button that it's been two years since Auburn was favored in an SEC game the way it is favored against Mississippi State. Yeah, the closest we could come up with after, you know, not spending a a ton of time going game by game, but it was five and a half. Auburn was favored by five and a half against Mississippi State in 2021. And to our knowledge, that's the the biggest spread since in an SEC game. So it's good. It's nice kind of going into this. And I think there's a few factors here one Jordan Hare despite Auburn losing two games at Jordan Hare Stadium this year hasn't lost its luster yep I think Mississippi State's in a bad spot there they've got a lot of personnel for the air raid and they're not running an air raid anymore offensively and I also just think there's some kind of like okay Auburn's due like Auburn is better than what their record is I do believe that I don't think Auburn's a great football team but I do think they're better than what their record is I think most teams in college football would have lost the last four games. And I think that's where Auburn is. I think Auburn's kind of, you know, middle of the pack in, in college football. And I think most teams in that tier would have lost those four games. And I think Auburn will win the next four games because it gets significantly, significantly easier. Yeah. Uh, Vegas betting lines aren't, they're not an indication, and most people know this, but some don't. That mm-hmm. it's not an indication of of what people think the final result will be. It's an indication of what the the odds makers believe other people, you know, will yeah, bet. Yeah, they're trying to get people to bet. Right. To, to, to try to get it to bet to be as close to 50-50 as possible. Um, so that they can have equal bets on either side of the line. But I mean, there is a science to it, and and a lot of times those things kind of play out according to the favorites, and so it is not insignificant to mention that that Auburn is a nearly touchdown favorite in this game. And uh, I, my question to you, and we'll get into picks later, over-under on total points scored in the game, Zach, I don't know what the official over-under is, but if I set it for you at 39. Well, the over-under is 43 and a half, uh-huh. according to our friends at mybookie.ag. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy that down to... Yeah, I would take the under on that for sure. I mean, everywhere I've been saying, you know, I think it seems like a 17 to 10, 20 to 13, 20 to 14 type game. Yeah. So I still I still would take the under. I don't feel as good about it if it's 39 versus 43, but you know, I, I think I still would take the under. What about you? Yeah, probably. I mean, that, that I would buy the number down to, you know, even less than the the 42 and a half and I just don't see both. I certainly don't see both teams getting to 20 in the game. Um, don't see that at all. So, mm-hmm. and one of the things that is, uh, or one of the reasons why on the Mississippi State side is Woody Marks, Traquavius Marks, the, the leading running back on the team. He's been battling this nagging injury throughout the season, was, was injured again toward the end of, of, or looked injured again at the end of the Arkansas game, was not full strength. Yeah. Um, it's been kind of quiet coming out of Starkville this week regarding his status um, or how close to 100% he is. And outside of, of the quarterback, he's the main running threat. And so if they don't have 
their top running back at 100%, it becomes more of a disadvantage for Mississippi State as they try to run the ball. Right, right. And, I mean, obviously that's going to be their game plan. That was their game plan against Arkansas unless they just have some kind of, I don't know, I don't know how you can, like, game plan for Auburn and think, yes, we need to pass it a ton given, you know, what Mississippi State's personnel yeah. is. Um, you know, they, they need a running game. They need yeah. a running game if they're going to pull off this, you know, I feel weird calling it an upset, but I guess technically it would be an upset. They're not projected to win. Right. But, yeah, they're going to have to run the ball. And, I mean, I see a world. There is a world where Auburn has a hard time stopping Mississippi State's rushing attack. Like, the, if I saw that, I'd be a little surprised, but it wouldn't be, like, groundbreaking, right? Yeah. But they probably need him to be playing well to do that. I mean, he's a big part of what they want to do rushing the football. Uh, more surprising if State stops Auburn's running attack, or or rather, uh, who would it surprise you more if they did not have success running the ball? Who would surprise me back, more? It's a backhanded way to say, I guess, who do you expect to be able to run the ball more consistently? Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll phrase it like that instead and not complicate things. Gosh, because they're both like right They're they're there's really similar teams. Incredibly. Like, who do I think has more rushing yards on Saturday? Oh, man, Brad, that's tough. <laughs> I'll go with State. Okay. I think I think State does. Which team is closer in run-pass ratio to 50-50, Auburn or Mississippi State? I think Auburn will be. Yeah. I think Auburn will be because... I just we haven't really seen this team this team do like the same thing in multiple weeks in a row, with the exception of like wanting to pass the ball early. We've seen yeah. that a few times in a row. We have seen it a few weeks. You know, they they find a rhythm running the ball against Georgia, and they come out against LSU, and, and they don't do that. And then they tried to run the ball a lot, and they ran the ball okay against Ole Miss. But mm -hmm. I, I just I don't think they'll do that again. I also think there may be some. I don't want to use the word stubbornness, but determination for this coaching staff to kind of say, yes, we can move the ball with two quarterbacks so we could throw the ball with two quarterbacks. So yeah. that's just kind of my gut reaction, Brad. Yeah. I don't know if that makes a ton of sense. I, I hope Auburn runs the football a ton because I think they're going to have to, but I could see them trying to – I could see Hugh Freeze and Philip Montgomery saying, hey, everybody's hating on the two-quarterback system. Well, we're going to throw it. We're going to throw it and let them, let, let them do their thing. I don't think they're going to throw it more than they run it, but who's right. closer to that ratio, I would say Auburn is. Yeah, I think you, I think you have an intentionality from Auburn this week to, to you know try, anyway, a little more in the passing game. All right, before we talk about our friend Ross and we do buy-sell, yes. a little bit of a, of a question for Auburn fans. want to see you in the comments. want to hear from you for sure. Um, can you do it again this week? Do you have it in you? to do it again this week to set the kind of atmosphere that you set for the Ole Miss game and the Georgia game. Those were against top 15 teams. Yeah. Ole Miss was at night. Georgia was the SEC home opener. Um, you said incredible atmospheres. Recruits have been talking about it ever since. And, and that's the narrative is the atmosphere that you set at Jordan Hare stadium. Mm -hmm. All right. All due respect to Mississippi state. This is not a ranked team coming in. Yeah. This is a two thirty game. It's going to be hot. It's going to be hot. It's going to be, Hotter than it should be on the last Saturday in October. Mm -hmm. um, you only got three home games left, folks. 
We wait three hundred. I mean, we, we talk about the season every day for nine months before it starts. Yeah, we get seven home games. We only got three left. Sad. Do you Stinks. have it in you? Do you have it in you to do it again? I think you do. Do you have it in you to talk about this game? To leave people talking about this game the way they talked about Texas A&M last year or Ole Miss and Georgia from an atmosphere perspective earlier this year? I know it's not a ranked team. I know it's a team you're favored against. But do you have it in you to do it again? I think you do. Going to be excited to see it Saturday afternoon. I, I don't think that they do, Brad. I, I think oh. all, the, all the games that you just mentioned, like there was a lot of emotion or drama tied to it, right? Like Texas A&M last year, which I think we all agree is kind of an exception to the rule with, you yep. know, Caddy and what a cool situation that was. Georgia, it was kind of the first real game at, at Jordan-Hare Stadium this season under the Hugh Freeze era. And a surprising amount of people that thought we could upset them, and they almost were right, which is great. And then Ole Miss, you know, obviously the storyline. As soon as the season, like, rolled out the schedule and Hugh Freeze and the Lane Kiffin stuff happened, this was the one I was like, I'm going to this one as a fan. This is the game I'm going to as a fan because it was such a big – I mean, there were a million storylines going to last week's game. And then it's a 6 o'clock kick. It's like, that, that place is going to be crazy. And it was. It was a really great atmosphere all things considered, I don't think you can do that again. I don't, I just, I, I don't yeah. at two 30. No, I, I still think it could be an above average environment. No question about it, but to compare it to like the other games that you listed, I, I don't think they can get, I, I don't think it gets to that point. Yeah. Okay. Hope All I'm right. wrong. Hope I'm wrong. <laughs> I hope I'm a wrong. Little, a little Let's difference, a little difference of opinion there. That's okay. That's yeah, right. but I mean, I, I think you're technically right. It can, mm -hmm. like it can do that, but I, I'd be shocked if it did. But uh, I know for a fact, yeah, I know for a fact that our friend Ross Kilpatrick can take care of you and your family regarding real estate needs. Serving the Auburn area with locations in Auburn, locations in Lake Martin and Fort Walton Beach, Florida. From Auburn to Lake Martin to the Emerald Coast of Florida, contact Ross Kilpatrick. With Exit Realty Anchor South for all of your real estate needs, you can contact him, 334-402-0028. And, of course, their Auburn office is located at 1922 Professional Circle, Suite 202, over in Auburn. Buy-sell segment. Are you buying or selling? Robbie Ashford has 20 snaps on Saturday at 22. At 22 last week. I will sell. Oh, I will okay. sell because I think you're going to I, I do think they will attempt the short passing game. And I think they'll attempt tempo a little more in the first half of the game than we have seen to this point. And I think Peyton might be a little better at that. So if you have some success, I think you continue to do that because I think the defense can I don't. I don't know that the defense has to be protected as much in this game as they have had to be in other games. Good point. So I, I think you see more of the tempo, the quick passing, and I think that's Peyton's game more so than it is Robbie's at this point. And so I sell 20 snaps for Robbie. I, I buy it, I think. I, I think it could go two different ways, Brad. I think there he could be – I mean, he's kind of upping Robbie's workload 
every mm-hmm. week since the Sanford game when they kind of gave the keys to Peyton in that game and you know kept Robbie on the sideline until it was time to put the second team in. Ever since then, Robbie's workload has kind of trended up a little bit. Yeah. And I don't know if that's uh, he's slowly getting to incorporate him in the offense more and more to eventually be the starter by the end of the year. Or was last week kind of a test, and for some reason that was part of your game plan, and you just kind of wanted to see, okay, we're going to give you drives. We're going to give you full drives. Can you do what we're asking you to do? And it kind of looked like a no um, yeah. for the most part, but it looked like a no for both quarterbacks, not just Robbie. So um, I'm going to I'm gonna buy. I'm going to buy that Robbie has 20 snaps on okay. Saturday. We'll see. We'll see. Buying or selling, Auburn has a season high in points scored. In SEC play. Ah, that's really tough, too, because the the initial reaction is, oh, yeah, absolutely. But State's defense is good. I still say yes. I, I think I, – <laughs> yeah. But while I, you're stalling, they scored 20 against Georgia, yeah. 18 against LSU, and 21 – against old and then 10 against Texas A&M. So they got to yeah. score. They got to score 21. Do they score more than 21? Yeah, I, I think so. I think they get to more than 21. Now it may be two touchdowns, three field goals, maybe 23. Doesn't matter how you get there. But yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, as long as you got one more point, I will buy that. Yes. Season high SEC scoring comes Saturday. We are not on the same page today. I am. <laughs> I'm going to sell this. I'm going to sell this. I, I, I've just, I can't shake. A 17 to 10 score. I just can't shake it. Um, or you know, 21 10, 21 13 wouldn't shock me. I, I don't I don't think they break it. I don't think this is the team where they do that. I, I think in in all in all, I mean the I mean you talked about tempo going up, and I'm curious to see if they do that or not. It wouldn't shock me if they ran less plays, both teams. I think both teams are gonna run the ball. I think that clock's gonna be going. Yeah. I don't think there's gonna be as many drives and total plays in this game. So I think Auburn could look better offensively and still score like the same ish amount of points, if that yep. makes sense. So it does. I'm going to I'm going to sell, but I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> One of the reasons that I think those I think the defense has the ability per, more so the challenge to make Mississippi State one dimensional is not the same as the challenge to make Ole Miss or LSU one dimensional. Totally. So I think you're able to do that and then exploit your strength in the secondary. Mm-hmm. Against against the Mississippi State receivers, a a great op like a Jalen Simpson to do what he's done all season long, maybe a house call or at least a short field. Mm-hmm. Um, or is this the week that they try to go against DJ James? Not a lot of teams have have done that. I I think your defense has a chance to give you more than one short field mm-hmm. in this game, and uh, and that can can help you put more points up as well. All right, got two more. They're both offensive ones. Uh, Rivaldo Fairweather has more than four catches, buying or selling. He had five targets last week. He had five catches from them. So that's right around his average when he's involved in the game plan. I'll buy that. I think if you are targeting the short passing game and the quick passing game, then it's then he is target number one. And, uh, yep, that's a buy from me. Yep, I'm uh, I'm there with you. I'm there with you. We finally agree on something today. Yay. It's good. <laughs> All right, last one for this buy-sell segment brought to you by our friends at Exit Realty Anchor South. Uh, Jarquez Hunter scores a rushing touchdown of over 20 yards. We saw him do that last week. He busted that first one, first uh, Auburn touchdown um, run against Ole Miss. 
Can that happen again? 20 yards or more explosive touchdown from Jarquez Hunter. I'm going to say it does not. I will sell that that happens, um, but Jeremiah Cobb gets one. Um, so if I said just Auburn scores a rushing touchdown of over 20 yards, you, you'd buy it? I would buy that, yes. Okay, I like that. I, I think I, I would, like, too. I think yeah. I would, too, actually. I, I think State's going to put the emphasis on trying to slow down Jarquez and um, – I like the middle, uh, you know, their their linebacker play has been awfully good, so I don't think you're going to have up the middle some of the same opportunities for success you had against Ole Miss right up yeah. the middle. And Jarquez hasn't been quite the same on the outside. So, yeah, I'll sell a 20-plus touch for, for Jarquez, but I'd, I'd buy somebody else. Sure, sure. All right, that is our buy-sell segment. Comment uh, down below if you're buying or selling some of these. We'd love to hear y'all's thoughts, but – of course, this is brought to you by our friend Ross Kilpatrick at Exit Realty Anchor South, serving the Auburn area with locations in Auburn, Lake Martin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida, from the uh, from Auburn to Lake Martin to the Emerald Coast of Florida. Contact Ross Kilpatrick at Exit Realty Anchor South for all your real estate needs, 334-402-0028. Brad Law, a little six-pack time. Yes, indeed. Uh, before we get to six-pack, you know I have to talk about our friends at Manscaped. Please do. And the promo code VICE. Uh, if you use promo code VICE, V-I-C-E, at manscaped.com, there it is right there at the bottom of the screen. Save 20% plus get free shipping right now. Now, uh, if you're going into, uh, you know, big weekend, it's the last weekend in October. You got Halloween parties to go to. You got No Shave November coming up. Whatever your men's grooming needs are for whatever the occasion may be, business pleasure or otherwise, um, you need to make sure that you're neat and you're trimmed and you're fresh and you're clean and Manscaped can help you do that, whether it's the Lawnmower 4.0 or it is the Handyman, the Compact Face Shaver. Um, go to Manscaped.com. You're going to get 20% off and free shipping uh, right now by using the promo code VICE. Manscaped, the best in men's grooming. All right, six-pack time, Brad Law. We're going to we're saving the Auburn game to last, even though I think yeah. we both know how we're going to go yeah. with that. But what, what are we starting with? We're starting with number six, Oklahoma at Kansas. Kansas is that sneaky team that you don't love seeing on your schedule. Oklahoma, nine and a half point favorite on the road. Sooners got scared by the fighting Gus Malzons last week. They had to stop that two-point conversion to get the win. What do you think about them on the road? Yeah, I think that was a Gus Malzahn special. You know, there's always one one or two games a year where it's like, okay, Gus is gonna gonna do it or get dang close to it. I I think Oklahoma wins, and if I had to put money on the line, I would say Oklahoma covers. Ooh, okay, yeah, all right, strong out of the gate. I probably agree with okay. that. I think they got their they got their scare. Now here's the question: Does Oklahoma go undefeated? I'd have to look at their remaining schedule, but. The Big 12 stinks. They got, I mean, they got past Texas. So that was kind right. of the biggest, the biggest aspect of it. All so right. we'll table that. I, I don't think they play Kansas State. So they should be able to. Yeah. All right. Number one, Georgia, Florida, Jacksonville. Come on now. Florida. Everybody's forgotten about Florida. They've only lost one game since the embarrassing opener against Utah. The, the Graham Mertz, the quarterback, his last two games, Zach, six touchdowns, no interceptions. Two wins for the Gators. He's completing 76% of his passes. Come on, pick it. You know you want to pick the upset. No, uh, no, I'm, I'm taking Georgia. I'm taking Georgia. And in fact, I've got Georgia, I've got Georgia covering um in a in a few bets that I've made this weekend. So. Couldn't bait you into that one. I was trying no. to get a I was trying to pick up a game on you. No, I like Georgia no. too there. Um 
All right, eighth-ranked Oregon is a six-and-a-half-point favorite, according to our friends at mybookie.ag. Oregon is a six-and-a-half-point favorite at number 13, Utah. Mm-hmm. This is a really interesting game, I, I think, out of the Pac-12. It is. Utah, I said it, I've said it a few times this year, but they're the most underrated football program in America right yeah. now. I can't wait to see what they do in the Big 12. I, I love watching Utah. I do think, like, Oregon – I think they're the real deal. I think they're the real deal. I think, you know, that battle that we saw a few weeks ago between Oregon and Washington mm-hmm. were, were two of the best teams that college football has right now. I thought that was an absolute treat. Um, I think Oregon, I think Oregon kind of wins out in a, in a very difficult Pac-12. So I, I'm taking yeah. the Oregon Ducks. I will take the Utes at home. I, I know they didn't look good against Oregon State. They only scored seven points in their only loss of the year. Um, if there is a defense that is able to slow down uh, Bo Nix and the Oregon offense at least enough, and mm-hmm. you know, look, they don't Utah doesn't have their starting quarterback for the rest of the year, and they're down a little bit. But I think the defense playing at home, I think they can slow down Bo and the Ducks enough. So I think we'll differ there. We'll diverge for the first time, and I'll take Utah at okay. home. Okay. Moving on, number twenty-one Tennessee is a three and a half point favorite at Kentucky. Small line here, Tennessee, small favorite, field goal and, a, and uh, .5 on the road at Kentucky. Can Kentucky run the ball, hold the ball, keep it away from Tennessee enough? And did that second-half meltdown against Alabama, just total collapse, uh, gave the game away, did Tennessee, a week ago. Uh, does that beat them twice? Yeah, the officiating in that game, and that was a big deal in the post-game presser uh, yeah. on the Tennessee side of things. and. I think they have the right to be upset. I mean, that's college football. You know, I think that's just kind of the way it goes. But um, I'm not expecting that to happen again. Uh, so I'm taking Tennessee. But, man, it, I, I can't imagine feeling confident one way or the other about this one because you know Kentucky wants this one. You yeah. know they want it. But I, I think Tennessee wins it. Kentucky needs it for their program, too. Like, they beat Florida again earlier this season. Sure. And that was just it. Yeah. To, to beat a ranked team this late in the year hasn't happened much. Um, they, they've just not won a lot of these games under Mark Stoops. I think they get it done. I think the Alabama loss beats Tennessee twice, and I think uh, Kentucky runs the ball, holds the ball, and they win the game. Uh, quickly, USC is at Cal. USC's lost a couple of games now, and uh, and they're still 10.5-point favorites at Cal. Yeah, Cal stinks. I think okay. as as more of the season goes on, the more it's like, oh, it's good. It's good that Auburn won there. They probably should have won by more. But yeah, um, I've watched Cal a few times since the Auburn game. I, I don't think they're very good, Brad. I does don't the, think they're very good. Does the Caleb Williams conversation? Oh, he should sit out. He shouldn't play. Does that trickle down? Does that impact the team at all? Maybe not against Cal, but in November. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it yeah. impacts them if uh, if he doesn't play, <laughs> right? right? Yeah, uh, but I mean, Caleb Williams, like, he seems to like USC. I mean, he—I I know he's getting paid handsomely. He's been very yeah. open about that, and good for him. But you know, it doesn't seem like he's in a hurry to leave. So I—I yeah. I don't, I don't know. I—I I, I can't see that impacting him that much. Yeah, certainly hope not. Um, all right, finally, this is this one's going to be quick. No drama here. Auburn, Mississippi State, Tigers favored at home. I, I think we both like Auburn in this game. I, I like Auburn, and you know I don't. I wouldn't touch the six and a half point line. Wouldn't touch that at all. But but I do think Auburn wins this game on Saturday, Brad. Yeah, I I do too. Um, and and it it gives everybody a refreshing jolt. 
Gives the team a little confidence as they go on the road for back-to-back road games in the league as well. I think it's exactly what they need. Now, they can't take state lightly. You can't say, well, we've come through this tough stretch, and now we get Mississippi State. You have to respect every opponent and and prepare the right way. Hopefully, they've done that this week, but I like the Tigers. Yep, absolutely. Brad, I think that about does it for uh, today's show. It does. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We really do appreciate it. Remember, until next time, everyone has vices. Make sure Village Vice is one of yours. (laughs) 